0: Welcome to the Habits of the Few, where we discuss habits, rituals, and mindset tactics that you can use to reach your version of success. And now, here's your host, Mona Bolsi. Thanks everybody for tuning in to the show. Today's episode, we've got Maggie from Love and Hip Hop, but don't let that fool you. She's an entrepreneur. She's got multiple businesses, building an empire. Her story is authentic. She is one of the most raw realist, transparent human beings I've ever met in this world. You guys are in for a treat. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Yeah, this uh, this project is kind of a passion project of mine. Actually, when I told my wife um, that I'm having you on, she literally flipped her shit, like lost it. She's like, oh my God, please ask her just this one question for me. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, you got it, babe. No problem. What's, what's
1: the one question? I want to back up.
0: That's what, like, I'm... All right, so here's what she asked. She said... She actually sent me, like, four, but I told her, what's, like, one really big one? And she gave me two. The first one was, uh, how is it being part of love and hip-hop? And then the second one was, how is your brother doing?
1: Okay, so being a part of love and hip-hop is really different for me only because I'm a fan of love and hip-hop. I watched the show, Day before maybe all seasons. way before i ever thought i would be on it and it's just it's totally different than what i thought um i thought it was a bunch of drama a bunch of made up stuff like it's no way this person this person like it's just like when you watch it sometimes you're just like okay but literally the things that i've witnessed that happen it cannot be made up like at all
0: so that's so, real
1: Yes, it's
0: real. It's very real. <laughs> oh, man. It's
1: very real. Like, we have this vacation coming up, and my mouth was, like, on the floor. And it was, like, so real. Like, real. Really
0: real. Yeah, because she just caught the episode last night. And I always, like, catch glimpses. Like, I'm usually on the computer working or something, and she's just like, oh, she gets all into it. I'm like, there's no way this can be real. Oh, <laughs> no. This is, this is real is. life.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they have their fair share of things they have to do. Right. But I witnessed right. on that trip
0: but I can't wait till they show up and um So is it is it uh it wasn't what you expected. Is it like is it crazy all the time? Do you do you have a lot of animosity with people? Do you butt heads or are you just kinda you do your own
1: thing? I don't think I have I don't have really any um, any animosity with anyone. Um I think the filming aspect is different for me, um it took me a while to get comfortable in front of camera and I've been in front of cameras before. Yeah. But it's just like um sometimes you have to free kind of replay things that you you may have already done in life or, you know, like have a party but this section you gotta stop talking to go talk about this specific thing. So that was like a juggle for me and just I guess just seeing things play out was way different than the way we watch it on TV.
0: Because you're, like, in the moment, living it. Exactly. How how did you get to be part of the show, if you don't mind me asking?
1: So, this was my boyfriend's great idea. Um, he actually just wanted me on the show and not himself. He felt like, you know, I have a lot of personality on the store. You know, like, a lot of girls up on these shows, they don't really have half of the things that they claim they have, and... Just just not do it. And I was just like, I, I was so scared. Like I, I said, no, maybe a million
0: times. I was like convinced, like, all right. This? Well, it adds to the authenticity, right? Because, you know, in, in everything we do in life, there's always those like social media is the greatest example. You know, there are people that are putting on a front of, I'm this big dude and I have all these things. And in reality, you're just living a facade, So like, I can only imagine, but yeah, yeah. So I can only imagine. So that's really cool. So I really wanted to get into the entrepreneurship Um, that that's what, so my podcast is about habits, mindsets, routines, rituals, basically the super successful, the few in this world that have achieved and are achieving and how they got there. So, you know, you're very young. So what are some of the things that, that led you to a, become an entrepreneur and b um, have gotten you so established in such a short amount of time. And I know you were in music back in the day. I, I don't know if you still are in music. I uh, I know you were in like, like what, five years ago, six years ago. You were really in the music scene. You were trying to get into the music scene. Um, I saw some of your songs and videos. I'm really big in hip hop. Like, not me. I'm not big in hip hop. <laughs> you I, like hip hop. I love hip hop. is one of my favorite MCs. There's not a lot of real MCs anymore, in my opinion, but... That's a subject for another matter. Um, right.
1: <laughs> but, uh,
0: uh, so like, so what, what was it like that A, initially got you to be like, you know, I, I want to do, I'm going to live my life on my own terms. I want to do things my way. What was that that triggered you to do those things?
1: Okay. So, I believe um, from me doing music, I had to literally stop doing music to become a bartender and get the fast money and you know, get me and my brother out of a real sticky situation. So that's where I lost the passion for music because it was take care of my brother and sister in the daytime. I also, I don't know, it played out on the show. Yeah, I had a sister that passed away of cancer at the same time that my brother was born blind. So I was, in the daytime, it was all about them. And then at night, I would have to go, you know, bartend at these clubs and try to get the fast money. So, um, I ended up losing my passion for music, but at the same time, us getting out of that situation and moving from the Bronx where we rented rooms and slept on air mattresses and everything. Like I had, I think I, I didn't even have my license by like 21, 22. I think I got it at like 23 and you just moved. You moved to New Jersey. I got a car. Just things started happening. I started saving and, um, Luckily, I was only bartending stuff for about three or four years, but I saved up my money. And at the same time, I was a model for a hair company, and my store was actually supposed to be a franchise to their company. And at the last minute, um, business went wrong, and um, I ended up opening this up on my own, finding my own vendors, which was really, really good for me because I'm in charge of my own shipment and things of that nature. But I think the prime key for us young girls, especially the girls that are out getting money, is um in, in these type of clubs because like, I wanna say that's what, what gave me the financial aspect, that's what gave me the money to be able to do this. Is that the bag the shoes I mean, I have, like, here and there, but I have really go cool shopping for myself. Like, I swear I would put on a pair of $10 heels where I go buy myself these $3,000 shoes. Like, I, I can say I have a few, but they're, they're, like, from, like, one a season. Like, I don't really buy myself anything, and I think the key is just saving and finding out what you want to put your money into because there is, like, drugs. Like, you buy it for half, flip it, you sell it for the next, like, it's really, really easy, and um, I made it... I made it a priority to start a business, invest, and now I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where I kind of want to get back into music because it's so easy to, you know, be cute and put on hair and do your makeup. And, you know, it's so easy to kind of not even run a business, but just to get your brand for hair out there. But I feel like I'm using my creativity, so I feel like I want to get back into music and that.
0: And leveraging all of your brand equity right now with the show and your increase in popularity. I mean, that seems like it would be a great transition.
1: Well, um, yeah, that's probably the, that's the best. I think that's the, my point of going on the show, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I, not only get out my story and my story, I really wanted to be everything that glitters is in gold. Everybody go on my Instagram, they're like, oh my God, I want to be like you. I want to, but they don't know. I, I grew up in foster care. I lost my mother at nine. I was in I was in the car with her, when she fell asleep behind the wheel. And oh my God. The car. Yeah, the car here pointed in the air and then fell asleep. ditch. From there, I was in shelters, lost care. the air. Like, I, it's I, like a crazy life. And so now I'm at this stage where little girl people my face is like oh my god I love you so much you're so pretty I want to be just like you and and I like I wish I was like you and they don't know what I went through so I kind of wanted to tell that along with the fact that I got shot and everything
0: else I saw that episode where you were having uh, reliving the moment and it seemed really traumatic I can only imagine what that would do to someone's you know to their psyche to to, to you know their struggle I I'm so blown away by the level-headedness and just the the clarity that 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 you show in the way that you speak, the way that you carry yourself and through admits through all of the the, the struggle and the, the tragedy that you you know endured, you seem to be really really well spoken and really just having a great head on your shoulders like you just know what you're going to do and you're doing it. And, I
1: am. and
0: you need to showcase that. You definitely need to showcase that, especially to the younger girls like you were talking about. Because a lot of a lot of teens get the misconception that if you're pretty and you know you do you know, you look good and this and that you can just become like a Instagram model and that's it. That's the end all be all. When in but reality the bad
1: part is that girls are really like that. Like I met a girl that really got her body done just before I tell Damn. Yeah.
0: See that depresses yes. me. I have three daughters. So that that makes me My really man,
1: he uh, he did a documentary that's not out yet. There's no shopping around. But basically on the New York City lifestyle, like these girls make thousands of dollars a night for drinks. Like wow we these little outfits. Thousands of dollars. My my first night of my friend I asked me to walk with her, we he made eight thousand dollars. One thousand each. Yes. Damn. So, Exactly. So imagine you don't know, imagine. Wait,
0: what do you care? You're bringing in like what? 20, 30K a week?
1: I mean, it depends on how many nights nice you work. Of the days that we worked for Sunday, that was a really nice You have the ball players. Can stuff. I be a
0: bartender at this place? <laughs> <ball? laughs> <laughs> I hate the
1: way this light is. Like I have a flight, but I don't want
0: to do like you. are good. You're I'll good. I
1: have another lamp upstairs that I couldn't up.
0: That's totally fine. That's so funny. That's nuts, though. Is it? Is it? Is it just like a class of clubs that does this, or is this one particular club?
1: It's basically the urban New York City strip club. Got and it. a few of them have been closed down. So How about that and full left? But AC, sports, Starlight, things like that, they're making pretty good money. My man, documentary, girl actually left her corporate job as a bartender. Wow. Like, Yeah so um he has like a six part or four part he shows the ups and downs the surgery like why I don't want to get into it um just everything the the athlete perspective the dancer's perspective because dancers at one point went on strike because the bartenders were making more money into them oh it's a lot yeah <laughs> Did you
0: did you ever feel that like being in that environment were you ever like uncomfortable
1: no I think I've seen way worse in my life but uh, it was it's nothing to be uncomfortable about because um New York City uh strip clubs, they aren't popless or anything so it's kind of like a go go bar and okay then yeah, nothing's really... The stage is all the way over here in the middle. The guys are around the stage. The bartenders are around the stage. So it's, it's nothing to be uncomfortable about. These are just guys that want to show off their money. They're, they're throwing their money for themselves. Isn't that sad? Right. I don't,
0: I don't do strip clubs. But <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, once you have daughters, you have a whole new perspective on life, I can tell you that. Um, especially being being a guy... Um so so I kinda wanna go back a little bit. So you were in foster care and and it was you and your brother and, and are you are you his older sister or is he or no, no, you No 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 my brother the... wasn't in
1: foster care. Only me. Okay. So, oh um yeah. My mom has four kids.
0: Okay. One in
1: which was my sister, she's like old enough baby to be me my mother. She's like real good. My mother had her when, when she was had me when she was 40 so okay, it's a big wow. gap between wow, and, the brothers yeah. right. so, um, and then we have my brother who I take care of my mom adopted my brother at the age of two so this is why he has health conditions because his in his family runs diabetes and high blood pressure so he got that from his real family got um it. I have another brother who's two years older than me he's this in North Carolina. My mom actually, we were going down South to get him when she fell asleep behind a wheel. She sent them down South when he was about eight. He was sad. So oh, that's the four of us. Um, my brother, who's on the show, is actually very That was me.
0: Oh wow! He has
1: years. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but it's it's portrayed as though you're really taking care of him and looking after him.
1: I mean, I do, but he's still my big brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And no. and, uh, and this is the this is the adopted brother.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. And so you just found a really good connection with him. You guys are just really close.
1: Well, I was he was born. That's my brother since I was born. Okay. My mom my mom adopted him at the age of two. I wasn't born until seven
0: years after that. So Got it. So I as long as that's mother. your brother, yeah. 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 So so how do you guys live together today? Yeah. Um, okay. So we, do. Just, we live it, together.
1: Um, he has stone floor in my house, dog, uh, everything. He has stone floor on living room, kitchenette. We have like a really big house, so he has like the lower level. That's nice. In the house. And,
0: yeah. He gets a little bit of privacy to himself. Yeah, that's all he wants. <laughs> I vape. I used to, sw- I'm Lebanese, <laughs> I smoke hookah. So, well,
1: that's me every day. I have to so, <laughs> uh, I did.
0: I I switched to this, and I did it with. So I would get like double apple and grape and whatever. I like mint. It, and I mint. love mint. Mint's good. I have to mix mint with like pot, pomegranate or something because it's just like
1: orange like, mint. But I start making me sick. But I just
0: like mint. Yeah, mint by itself makes me sick. I want to throw up. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. So this is this is a good alternative. It's vapor and like I started it with nicotine and then worked my way down to zero nicotine and now it's just like a habitual flavor thing where I can just puff it in my office. It doesn't make a difference and it still tastes like hookah to me. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, but, that you
1: guys that living in the- came over here and I'll over <laughs> here. Belly dancers, and everything. I'm like, okay. So started the hookah, and now yeah. I'm like every day.
0: As soon as a friend is coming over, I got the like. Okay. Yeah, no, I I loved it. I was doing it every day. I had to travel, so back in the day when I was a, like a teenager, we had before like vapes and like all these crazy com- things came out. It was like a little travel hookah. It was about this big. Mm-hmm. I'm coming a little tiny suitcase. So I would have it in my car, and I would have the instant like match and the instant whatever coal. And whoever's sitting next to me would light it up, and I'd just be smoking hookah and driving with a Oh, my God. No, I've
1: never been like that. Thank God. Yeah. It was nuts. Looking at, like, I found out the best... What did they say? It's
0: the best
1: uh, Best hookah brand? Yeah. Do you you know the name of it? The
0: the Egyptian brand is probably my favorite. Uh, It is... Uh, hang on. Egyptian. hookah. I know the name of it, just, it is just... I had a speech shot of it. Like,
1: speech I lived in that. that, was
0: the uh, that I the speech I What is it called? It's, um... So, yeah, because there's, there's a crap ton. Amer- America's making their own brands now. You've got Syrian. Oh. But Egyptian, I think, are my favorite Uka Yeah, I found it brands. found
1: called... Khalil um, um,
0: Khalil yeah Khalil yeah. that's that's the one yep Yeah. Khalil,
1: Mam-
0: Khalil Mamun is yeah, called, yeah they, they do the best and but you got some crazy fancy ones now that are made of like glass and and I weird. that 3d light yeah it's, it's too much like
1: LED light. yeah, yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't need all that just let it just have a nice smooth smoke and you know it doesn't burn the flavor is bold it's all you need it's all you need so So tell me where do you see yourself in the next like 3 to 5 years what do you plan on doing what is this empire that you're building going to you know fulfill
1: okay so I'm so indecisive about really taking music on Um, just last night I was watching the argument with my man that we had <laughs> and you know I don't really know if I want to like learn to play guitar and go play in coffee shops or if I really want to take it seriously because one thing that deters me besides from you know being a venue is everybody reaching on to music like everybody wants to do music and I just feel like it's so discouraging because every time you turn around someone's an the artist so I don't know it's just
0: uh, I, I do sense that.
1: That is annoying. I remember what nobody did. Like every time I turn around, somebody's a rapper, or a singer, a and then um, so I really didn't even want to come out with music on the show this season. I really wanted to get my my myself together. I wanted songs, I wanted everything, but it just so happened that the guy I started working with passed away the day after we finished that song. So I really wanted I to get that. that out for him. Yeah. My so i yeah i really wanted to get that out and um i was forced to come out with a song before i was really ready but i really wanted um everybody to know him and you know just to get that song out so music wise i'm not really sure as for the store i really want to open up a store in new york city i'm not from jersey i'm not from work i live in jersey but i really want to open up a store maybe in the Bronx. um and then i want to go to atlanta i want to buy a house in atlanta i want to open up a store in atlanta i want to have a big great family in atlanta and as of now that's just it Figure out. Continue on with this hair. Maybe I could get skinny and be a model.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drop like 45 pounds. Oh my god. Like I always tell my wife, I said, you're healthy, you're happy, enjoy your life.
1: Right. I think I missed one part of her question. She's her Oh, question.
0: yeah. Can you do me a huge favor? This would literally make her entire world. Can you just like give her a shout out and say hi?
1: Yes, what is her name?
0: Her name is Leticia.
1: Okay Leticia. I thought she was gonna be here. I thought you were gonna be here. I thought. Ah, oh, okay. so Leticia, I just want to give you a shout out. I hope you're having a good day at work. I'm here with your husband and we're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna show you. let's see if I can pull it up. Where's she at? That's a good enough picture. But that's her. She's, uh... Oh,
1: she's beautiful.
0: Thank you. I'm a lucky guy. You are. She's, uh, fiery. She keeps me on my toes. I need that. How
1: long have you guys been married?
0: Uh, let's see. We've been together for eight years. We've been married for, like, seven. Yeah,
1: seven. You were fast.
0: Oh, we were really fast. I proposed (laughs) her. So I actually pursued her like crazy, and then... Within six months, I asked her to marry me. Aww. And then. That's
1: yeah. so beautiful. I wish my man would done that. It's been like a good three years. I'm everybody has down their.
0: Down. Everybody has their their mm-hmm. time, right? They they have their way of doing things, and I mean, it seems like you guys are genuinely happy. So I wish you all the best.
1: Yeah, I'm not rushing the marriage. You're still you know? young. For now. For now, he says his knees are like he has really stiff knees, so. <laughs>
0: that was like me i wake up with like a bad hip
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh god Oh,
0: oh man so, alright, cool Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time I uh, I would love to have like a follow-up Maybe in the next year or something See where you're at, see what you're doing, anything crazy You just all of a sudden become like a do mogul it. I'm Like, yo, don't forget me, okay?
1: Yeah, let's do it I'm, I mean, you're mogul, you got more followers than
0: me <laughs> I'm just running ads I just run ads
1: I need to run some ads with you, I'm just saying
0: <laughs> I, Yeah, I mean I, I could teach you how to do it It's really easy Especially oh, yeah. like especially just getting followers and if you have a little bit of a like a like a little bit of a brand, which you do, I don't really. I mean I have more of a brand in like the the entrepreneurial world. Like I know some like an Ed Milette. I mean I you know, uh, do you know Gary Vee? Gary Gary Vaynerchuk? You ever heard of him? No. Uh, big, big. He's a, like a big dude in in in, uh, in in the marketing game. He's one of the oh, okay. not the largest. Um, like a new version of Madison Avenue from like back in the fifties. It's in New York City actually. VaynerMedia is yeah. this company. Um, yeah, they they charge they would charge you a lot more than what I would, but they would probably absolutely kill it for you. Um, but like simple things like just uh, like you're doing, you're posting on a regular basis. I mean, you can spend like. I don't know, maybe like a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks a month to get additional followers that are targeted. You're just running ads. Don't hire like a service or these following services. That's all bullshit. Just literally run an Instagram ad of one of your most popular videos and just promote it. Literally, just promote it for like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. You'll start getting more and more people that are getting to know who you are. And and you know, as your brand becomes bigger and bigger, who knows what you're going to be capable of? I mean, I'm I'm looking very looking forward to it.
1: I'm
0: taking you up on that. I'm definitely going to run an ad today. Good. Good. Stay, <laughs> stay stay, in touch. Thank you so much. You you really probably made my wife's day. Like, I'm going to send her this to her off and she's... She's probably going to post it on social media. She'll probably tag you, just saying. And I'm
1: going to repost it. <laughs> uh, are you
0: okay with me promoting this? I promote all of my, my shows. Of course.
1: Yeah. Okay, of course. awesome. awesome. Send me any links and I'll, I'll help you.
0: It. I will, yeah. So we'll do a video link and then we'll do the audio that will be on like all of the podcast channels like Spotify and iTunes and all that. And then, uh, yeah, we get about like two, three downloads a day right now. So not great, but... Pretty. No, it's
1: going to get up there. We're both going to be this, this next year. We're going to be in a better
0: place. Hell, yeah. I just started this like four months ago as a passion project. Like, it just kind of went, you know, that's out right. of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate your time. I hope yes. you have a fantastic day. Say wow. hi to everybody for me. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing what, what awesome antics you're going to do next episode.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now I'm going to, listen, I don't watch the show. But now I'm going to watch, but that's my girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> thank you so much
0: absolutely Enjoy. Goodbye, your
1: wife. Bye. I will. Bye. bye thank you so much <laughs> Bye.
0: thank you so much everybody for tuning in we had a wonderful time on the show I did want to clarify we're getting 2-3 to thousand downloads a day not 2-3 to three. we're striving for 50k daily downloads by the end of 2019 we appreciate you all for your support thank you so much for tuning in have a wonderful day I'll see you on the next one